Joining us from CPW is Jonathan Boydston. Good morning, Jonathan. Hey, Terry. Good to be with you. Good to be with you. We're going to discuss something that <clears throat> I want to make sure we define it right. Uh, we do. We go through the big game draw process every year in Colorado, and there's deadlines and there's changes to the hunting season and things that have gone on <clears throat> over the years. Excuse me. But we're talking about the allocation of licenses that we're looking at changing. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So, I, and, and I would say really broadly, the license distribution of big game licenses, and, and that, that involves a few things. Um, so, first of all, as you said, license allocation between residents of Colorado and non-residents. And then also, uh, we, we have also been reviewing preference point systems, and then also... Um, Kind of tied into some of these discussions as well because it's also interconnected, um, also over-the-counter licenses. But yeah, that's correct that we have been reviewing uh, the allocation between residents and non-residents, which is a important topic for a lot of folks. Well, and all these topics are important. And what precipitated this? Was this just suddenly you thought there was a problem, or has this been in discussion for a while, and you thought it was the right time to start making a move? Yeah, good question. So a lot of folks have been um, uh, curious about uh, license allocation processes and license distribution, preference point systems, over-the-counter licenses. These, these conversations come up uh, quite a bit in our conversations about big game licenses, uh, big game seasons. And so um, a lot of our, your listeners will know about our big game season structure planning process. That's kind of when we set the season dates and timing for big game seasons. Um, we, we go through that planning process uh, every about five years recently and at the last uh, last stage of that when we um, set the 2020 to 2024 big game seasons uh, that we're in right now um, the parks and wildlife commission uh, got a lot of feedback from members of the public who were uh, wanting us to review license allocation between residents and non-residents preference points and so forth uh, and, they, and they made the decision to uh, kind of take that separately from the game season structure setting uh, and ask us as CPW uh, during this current big game season structure to review all of these different processes related to uh, big game license distribution. And just to be clear, the changes you're looking at, if any, to make <clears throat> would be for 2024, not for this year. That's right. Most of the changes that we're, we're talking about today would be for 2024 big game hunting season. Um, there is a recent change that the Parks and Wildlife Commission did make that will be effective for this 2023 big game season, um, which is related to the, um, you know, for license allocation. And again, as some of your listeners will know, uh, we, we have two different splits for non-resident and resident allocations in Colorado. Most big game licenses, deer and elk licenses, are drawn out at 65% resident, 35% non-resident. There's also high demand hunt codes, though, as well, um, that go 80% to residents, 20% to non-residents, if those uh, hunt codes require, on average, more than uh, six preference points or six or more preference points. Uh, the, the change that was made for this year, 2023, has to do with how we determine those high demand hunt codes. So uh, in November of 2022, the, the commission updated the years we use uh, to, to determine uh, the, the uh, high demand hunt codes, basically. So we're using um, current years with, a, with a, a one year lag. So that, in effect, means quite a few hunt codes will go into that new 80 or that 80 percent resident, 20 percent non-resident high demand hunt code. 
Now, you kind of touched on a few things. Are there other things you're looking at you want to share with us before we talk about the process? Yeah, sure. So the the commission uh, and the division have also been looking at a few other alternatives related to license allocation and then also preference points as well. So for license allocation, there's a couple things that have been discussed, which is, uh, well, first of all, um, I, I just talked about that high demand splits. Uh, that's currently 80% resident, uh, 20% non-resident. There's been discussions about moving that to 90% resident, 10% non-resident. There's also another suggestion, another alternative out there to go to one across the board split. So all uh, deer, elk, pronghorn and bear licenses would be drawn out at 75% residents, 25% non-residents. So there's those two, those two alternatives for allocation. Also looking at a couple of preference points um, options. Um, it, all, all of these alternatives um, are just being reviewed at this time, so it's, uh, nothing, uh, nothing is set um, as far as uh, whether or not anything will be adopted. Uh, but the commission is looking at preference point banking, uh, which was something that was tried in the past, and then also averaging of group preference points. So those are the two preference point alternatives that are being looked at now. Now, and it's uh, just for my clarification, what uh, all of these changes are looking looked at as being fairly revenue neutral. Is that right? Well, so I think any time that you make a change to well, really any of our big game uh, license distribution systems, but certainly for license allocation between non-residents and residents, because there is quite a, a big difference between how much more uh, non-residents pay compared to re residents, there will be a financial impact on Colorado Parks and Wildlife. Um, and we did run a, a financial analysis, though, and that's been uh, discussed with the Parks and Wildlife Commission as they've been considering some of these changes. And so there would be a, a loss for CPW for a couple of these, for example, those license allocation changes going to either 90-10 for the high demand split or going to one across the board split of 75-25. Um, there, there would be a loss for CPW, but it is something that we are still moving forward, uh, considering that the, the commission is still considering at this time. Now, if people want to get involved, there's still time. That That's correct, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We definitely want people to give us their feedback about these changes. So this is the the, the uh, main thing I, I want to get across today is for people to go to engagecpw.org. That's our public engagement website for Colorado Parks and Wildlife. And on that site, there's a, there's a few different uh, uh, things you can comment on there, give us your input on. Uh, but for license distribution, specifically for big game licenses, there's a comment form that's going to be open through February 20th. So for your listeners, please go to engagecpw.org, and you'll be able to find that license distribution area with that comment form where we'll ask you a few questions on your thoughts about these uh, different uh, options I've mentioned today. And again, that's open. That comment form is open through February 20th. That's right. So people, if you, if you are interested or concerned or excited about what we've just talked about, go to that engagecpw.org and you've got till the 20th to give your public input on it. Uh, any last comments, Jonathan? Well, again, just go to Engage CPW for not just license distribution, uh, public engagement, but uh, there's going to be a, a number of different topics that the public can get engaged on through Engage CPW. 
So be on the lookout uh, in the future. I already talked a little bit about big game season structure related to license distribution. We're also going to be talking about big game season structure for this upcoming big game season structure cycle that starts in 2025. We're going to ask for the public's opinion about that starting here pretty soon. So uh, stay tuned and, and check out engagecpw.org for more information. All right, my friend, thank you. That's all great information because most outdoor enthusiasts are very passionate and they have opinions, so I'm, I'm sure they'll go here and they'll, they'll give us their comments. Thank you, Jonathan.